When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right, on the subject of getting a quid or two over the weekend, if you listen to Mick Guerin and uh, Louis Herman Watt uh, tomorrow morning, you'll have a chance. And if you listen to Mick Guerin, perhaps uh, with uh, with his great Mick Greedig O'Connor on Sunday, you might have a chance to get some out of the Ashburton trots as well. Uh, it's good morning to uh, to Mick uh, Cambridge Harness tonight, uh, Ashburton Sunday. And you mentioned last week uh, it starts to wind down a little bit now for some of the Harness big boys. Yeah, good morning, Smithy, um, and all your listeners. Yeah, it does. Um, the Auckland Cup was on last week, uh, won by a cooter, and it's sort of, a little bit like the gallops, goes into a winter hiatus where most of the good horses won't be around for a while because horses, much like humans, need an off-season, and then most of them start to come back around September. There's a Queensland carnival, as there is for the gallopers for harness racing, but there won't be an, an enormous amount of these gentle horses heading here. You can still back a winner, as you mentioned, Ashburton's on Sunday, and it's a really good meeting. It's a day meeting because there's no lights at Ashburton. And Greg and I will have four different guests on the show at 11 o'clock on Sunday morning to chat about that. Before then... We head to Cambridge tonight. It's actually quite a good meeting for Cambridge. It's, it's not the best horses, but try and think if you were talking fully, it would be ITM Cup versus, say, Super Rugby or Test Match stuff. But I don't mind one tonight. It's a horse called Simply Sam. is in race six. It's off a handicap, and sometimes when horses start off back mark, they need a lot of luck to win. Just think there's a win in this horse somewhere. So... For the listeners out there who want to have a responsible bet at some stage, it's on at 7.40 tonight. Simply Sam, if it doesn't win tonight, it will win a race over the winter. Um, after that, we'll move on from the harness tonight, Smithy, to tomorrow morning, 8am. It's going to be Louie and I on the mail running up in Auckland. Actually, that's a nice chance to be in the same studio together. And we've got some big interviews coming up on ECNZ over the next couple of weeks because racing's going through such a serious time with some big changes and, and Louis's been hard at work with those so really looking forward to getting to the bottom of some of the big issues as well as of course trying to find everybody a winner that, that'll kick off at 8 tomorrow Alright uh, Mick um, also of course you'll be uh, looking we're just uh, at the Queensland meeting where we just spoke to uh, Tony Pike um, an interesting uh, time of the year uh, up there in the north and the warmer weather too where it's uh, not a bad time to be a race fan well, it's a funny thing, Smithy. The Queensland Carnival for the last five years, and probably even ten, has been our, our major carnival in Australia because the Melbourne and Sydney carnivals have such mega money. And the news is coming out this week that the Everest, which is in October, is probably going to $20 million, which is a mind-blowing sum of money. But those carnivals over the last ten years, with the English horses coming and the occasional Japanese horse and just the depth of, of the Australian horses have almost been too strong for us. So we've gone to Queensland, which is a notch down, and that's where we've been we've had success with horses like the Bostonian for, for Tony Pike, um, Pinarello last year winning the Derby. Ironically, 
this year, our horses, our best horses, are going so well. They've actually been too good to go to Queensland. Between Prowess and Legato, um, Levante, Imperatrice, Penny Wicker, actually won a lot more races at big carnivals, Sharp and Smart being another one who's done it, that we actually don't have our best horses going to Queensland. So we've actually had a relatively quiet Queensland carnival so far because, and what's really good for the industry, our best horses have been too good to go there. Mark, it's first, not what, second of June. I just wonder if I said to you right here and now, uh, horse of the year in terms of harness in New Zealand so far and driver of the year so far, the ones that have made their mark for you, what would it be at this point? Well, it's a vastly different question for, for the two different codes because <clears throat> in Galloping Smithy, the racing season ends at August 1, or starts, the new one starts August 1. So for Gallops, the season's all but done. There's not much big stuff still to be dished out. In harness racing, and a lot of our listeners would know this, the season actually runs from January 1 to December 31. So it's a calendar year. So for the harness racing community, we're about halfway. And the back end of the season has so many of the big races, the New Zealand Cup, the Dominion, the Grand Prix races, the Inter-Dominion. So at this stage of the harness racing season, if you said who's going to be horse of the year, probably a cooter because he's won two major races, or maybe copy that. The driver of the year is a signed, sealed and delivered one. That's the postman, Blair Orange. <clears throat> He'll win the premiership. Um, he wins a lot of big races. He won the race by Brins, which is obviously a million dollars. So he will win driver of the year. He's also off to the World Championships in Europe in September. But for the horse of the year, a lot of that chapter still to be written. I spent a bit of time recently, Smithy, thinking about who I'm going to vote for for Galloper of the year. And I still don't know because the list includes Sharp and Smart, Imperatrice, Prowess, Legato, uh, Penny Wecker at the right of the end of those potential horses and, and a few others. So that's one of those ones I'll have to think about a bit more over the next little bit. But The Harness Horse, uh, that's a book which as yet, Smithy, is only half written. Okay, uh, Mick Garen, we shall look forward to listening to you uh, over the weekend here on SCNZ. Um, and uh, we thank you for your time this morning, Mick, as always. Cheers, man. Thanks, Billy. Always a pleasure, brother. Always a pleasure. It is absolute pleasure and it's ours. It's uh, 11.51 here on SCNZ. Uh, time for us to uh, take a, a short break, our last one for the week. And then we shall uh, pop over, uh, I think, uh, to Staffy. Yeah, we will. And just see what he's got on his show this afternoon.